Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lou Ada Roshka, your host, and happy, happy, happy Easter. He is risen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He is risen. I'm so excited that uh, Jesus did not stay in the grave. He arose from the dead. And we're going to talk about that today, but listen, you need to hang on. Don't go anywhere, because a little bit later... I'm going to bring on a very special guest, actually the most special guest I've ever had on, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. And he can tell you about a, he was resurrected. God brought him back, and it's a true story I know because I was there. So hallelujah. Well, I'm glad to have Don Kennedy back in the radio station. Harley, yay! <laughs> Last week, Harley, I had a difficult time. I remember I was trying yes. to start. We had to start and stop and um, all the technical the stuff. Person. Yeah, he was helping with the camera and everything <laughs> because, you know, I'm not very technical. And she thought, Harley, that she needed to be with her daughter who was having their first grandbaby over, not, over being here <laughs> to push the buttons. I mean, can you imagine that? She's pretty special, though, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she is absolutely the love of my life <laughs> <laughs> she is gorgeous little maya she's so precious and she's kissable but i'm trying to not kiss her <laughs> just just squeeze her but anyway it's such a joy so hallelujah well i have a little story for you this morning and it's so cool it's called the sting in first corinthians 15 15 55 through 57 it says death is swallowed up in victory O death, where is thy victory? O death, where is thy sting? The sting of death is sin. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. A father was driving his child to school when a bumblebee flew into the car. Because the boy had once nearly died from a bee, string, he a bee sting, he became hysterical. The quick-thinking father caught the bee in midair with his free hand and tossed it out the window. Then he pulled over to calm the boy. His son refused to be comforted. Now he was desperately afraid that his father would die. Oh no, the father replied, showing his hand which was only slightly swollen. The sting won't hurt me like it would you, so I took the sting for you. That's what Jesus Christ did for all people. By God's perfect standard, we who sin deserve death. That means all of us. Because we are indeed guilty, our fear of death is real. The sting is sharp and sure, but now, but not final. Victory belongs not to Satan, but to the Savior who died in our place. Jesus paid the price for us. Now death has no victory over us. Hallelujah. Somebody out there needs to shout amen. That's awesome. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. I'm so glad Jesus died for us, paid the price, the penalty for our sin, but amen. he didn't stay in the grave. You cannot go and find Jesus' remains, his bones, or anything because he's at the right hand of the Father and amen. he's interceding for us. Hallelujah. If you got your Bible, listen, y'all need to do that every time because, as you know, I'm a Bible girl. We need to get in the Bible. And Matthew, I'm going to read you a couple of passages, and I want you to listen real close to this. Matthew chapter 27, and we're going to start at verse 45. Now, from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood there when they heard that said, the man is calling for Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine, 
and put it in a reed and offered it to him to drink. The rest said, let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then, listen to this, behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom, and the earth quaked, and the rocks were split, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. So when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. And many women who followed Jesus from Galilee ministering to him were there looking on from afar, among whom were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Joseph the mother of Zebedee's son. And I'm just going to turn the page and we're going to read a little bit more because you just need to hear this. The title of this in Matthew 28, the subtitle is, He is Risen. Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. You know what they were coming for? They were actually coming to anoint him with spices. Um, that, that was the reason they were going. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. And the guard shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring the disciples' word. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the most awesome thing that ever happened on this earth or will happen, and it involved two earthquakes. I want to talk to you today about earthquakes. See, in verse 5 of chapter 28, it says that there was an earthquake. The Lord, the angel said, do not be afraid, for I know who you seek. Jesus was crucified. That's who you're looking for. But can you imagine the scene? Let's go back just a moment. Can you imagine the scene? Jesus dies. He's on the cross. He claims to be the Savior of the world, he dies, and there's this huge earthquake. And the veil of the temple into the Holy of Holies was torn in two from the top to the bottom. This was no ordinary curtain. This was not like you and I have in our houses. This was, I can't even, I can't remember now, but it's extremely thick. And it's, it's, uh, it is like a hand width thick. No man could have torn that. It was a God thing. But there was an earthquake. When Jesus uh, rose again, and he came up out of that tomb, there was an earthquake. Let me just say, sometimes we need the Lord to, to shake us up. Sometimes we need an earthquake in our lives. I've had a few earthquakes in my life that was uh, uh, actually changed my life, some life-changing events. And you know, as the, the earthquake was a symbol that things were shaken up. Come on now, things were shaken up because Jesus died and he rose again. Each event was symbolized 
and recognized by an earthquake. Let me tell you what, God can raise you from the dead. He can raise up dead things in your life. Sometimes you need a shake up in your life. Sometimes you need things stirred up. God knows how to shake things up in your life just right just perfectly where things fall into place. And sometimes it may seem like at the moment that it is the most terrible thing that could ever happen. Like the disciples thought, like Mary, the mother of Jesus thought he died. He died. The one they had all their hopes on, the one they were resting, the one, everything on the ones that they gave up their careers as fishermen and tax collectors. They, everything was resting on Jesus. They gave it all up. And now he's dead. Now he's dead. Can you imagine the hopelessness? And the, they all, in fact, the reason uh, Mary and the other women were going to the grave is because they didn't believe he was going to rise again because they were going to anoint his body with spices. They didn't believe he's gonna, he was going to get up out of there. So all those closest to him missed what he was saying. Come on, don't miss what God is saying to you today. Mm-hmm. Those closest to him. Did not, he kept saying, on the third day, on the third day, I'm going to rise. He, in fact, in Matthew 20, verse 17, it says, and as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside. I mean, these are his guys. These are his closest people. And on the way, he said to them, behold, we're going to Jerusalem. And the son of man will be delivered to the chief priests and scribes. And they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified and He will be raised on the third day. But sometimes, you know, we get a word from God or we get a direction from God and God says, you know, it's all going to be good. I'm going to do this in your life and this in your life. And, you know, the Bible says uh, that in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. But when the tribulation comes, sometimes we throw out the promise. (laughs) We throw out the end part. I've overcome the world. And, And so these disciples, they did not even realize what had happened that Jesus had just begun to fulfill what he said. He died. He died on that cross. And there's a stone. They take him, they bury him. There's an earthquake. They put him in a tomb and they, they, they took a, the soldiers to roll this huge stone in front of that tomb. And there is another earthquake and Jesus comes out of that tomb. He rises from the dead. Now listen, in verse 6, or back, I'm going to back up to 28 verse 5. The angel answered and said, do not be afraid to the women, for I know who you're looking for. It's Jesus. I'm going to tell you right now who you're looking for in your life, in the thing that is the most confusing, the most difficult, the most heartache, the, the most uh, uh, confusing thing in your life. Who you're looking for is Jesus. The angel said, don't be afraid. Don't be alarmed. Don't be seized with panic. Don't be intimidated. And I believe the Holy Spirit is saying that to you today. No matter how dead it looks, no matter how impossible it seems, that this is not going to, there's no way this can be pulled out. You know, it's like the, the fighter jet that's going down. He's in a nosedive and he can't pull it back up. And that's what you feel like. You are going down so quick. You feel like you're going to go down in flames. There's no way I, you, the ejection button is not working. You can't get out of it. You are going for a nosedive and you are going to hit and you are not going to recover. You're not going to make it out of it. Sometimes life feels that way. Sometimes things like that happen and we feel like there's no way God can turn this around. There's no way that God can turn it for good. I'm here to tell you, just like the angel said, do not be afraid. 
Do not be afraid. Don't be intimidated. Don't be panicked. Don't be terrified. Don't be in fear. God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind. He said, don't be afraid. The one that you are looking for is Jesus. Amen. The one you're looking for right now in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the depression, in the midst of not being able to pay your bills. Am I going to be able to have food on the table? Uh, clothes for my kids to wear, a roof over my head, electricity and running water. Is my marriage going to make it? Are my children going to come out of drugs? Maybe I should just end it all. Maybe I should just end it all. Don't do it. Don't do it. God has a plan that you cannot see right now. Just as the disciples couldn't see Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, they couldn't see at that moment, what Jesus was doing. They couldn't see what was about to happen, which he had, uh, he was coming. He was, he had come out of that grave and he had did exactly what he said he was going to do. He had done what exactly he said he was going to do. So my, I want to encourage you today. Understand that the one that you're looking for right now in the midst of the big earthquake, in the midst of the, the death that, uh, that you can't understand in the midst of the, a dying situation or a dying marriage. The one you're looking for is Jesus. Don't be afraid. Look to him. He was the one that was crucified for you. Look to him. Don't be afraid. Don't, even what seems to be dead and over in your life, it ain't over. Until God says it says it's over. It's not over. It may look like the countdown and you're counted being counted out. The one that you're looking for is Jesus. The one that that is the answer is Jesus. I promise you that. Verse six of Matthew 28 said, He, the angel said, He is not here. For he is risen. Sometimes we go and we look for God in a place that he is not. We go to the wrong place and we're expecting, okay, or we go for somewhere looking for the answer. Maybe it's drugs. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's a toxic relationship. Uh, maybe you think suicide is the answer. Uh, maybe you think uh, trouble with the law. You know, maybe uh, your only hope is, well, I have to go steal. No, it's not your hope. That is not the answer. What, what sometimes we go look for God. God's not there anymore. God, God is not in that grave. He's not in that tomb. Don't look for God in the wrong place. Looking, don't look for the wrong answer. He is risen. He is risen. The impossible is possible with God. He said, he is, the one you're looking for, he is risen as he said. As he's exactly what Jesus said, I will rise again on the third day. Listen, he's a man of his word. He's a God of his word. As he said, God always keeps his word. He has fidelity. He's married to his word. It may not look like it right now. Listen, I've been there. I've been in some spots where like, man, Lord, it doesn't look like this word is coming to pass to me. It doesn't look like this is happening. But God is moving because, see, I've trusted him with it. I've given it to him. That's what you got to do. You got to give it to him. You got to say, okay, Lord, I can't fix this. I can't make this work out. It seems dead to me. There's no answer. I don't know what to do. Give it to him. Don't look in the wrong places for the answer. The one you're looking for is Jesus. He is risen and he brings dead things to life. He is risen as he said. As he said, get you a promise from the Lord. As he said, 
God always keeps his word. Then they said, come see where the Lord lay. Come see where he was, that he's not there anymore. Sometimes God moves into a different place in our life. Now, I mean, he's with us everywhere. He's with us in every situation, but he may be leading you in a different path. He may be trying to give you different instructions. You know, you can't be living on uh, the instructions of 10 years ago when God is telling you do this, go here, move into this. So we have to understand where he was. Say, look what the place where he lay past tense. It's just as important to understand where God is not leading in your life. That's a good word for somebody. Let me say it again. It's just as important to understand where God is not, where he is not leading you in your life, what he is not doing in your life. It's good to, you must understand where he's taking you, where he's leading, so you can get in agreement with it. So you can come into agreement and alignment with it and say, yes, Lord, exactly as you said, Lord, that's what I'm going to do with your strength, with your power, with your anointing. Yes, Lord, I am going to go that direction. Because God always has a plan. He never runs out of a plan. He always has a good plan. And in verse 7, what did the angel say? He said, go quickly and tell the disciples that he is risen from the dead. In other words, go and tell the disciples, the one that you had placed all your, placed all your hope in, the one in whom rested all of our trust and our hope for the future that we laid everything down for, He is risen. Go tell them that he's alive. God is not dead. He is alive. The cross, Easter, Jesus dying for our sins and being raised from the dead is not a fable. There was many infallible proofs and he talked to many people. Many people saw him alive afterwards. He, it is truth and it is still true today. Go tell the disciples he is alive. I'm here to tell you today, he is alive. He is alive. God is alive and he is not dead. Go quickly and tell his disciples he is risen from the dead. I want to encourage you today, if you have a dead situation, if you have something that is impossible, something that seems like there is no way that you can come out of, that you have lost hope and that you feel like there is a... uh, It's an impossibility. I want you to call our toll-free prayer lines at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. We have trained prayer ministers who will pray with you, who believe. We believe in miracles. We've probably had at least 2,600, maybe 2,700 calls now. And believe me, God has answered some prayers because God answers prayer. In the name of Jesus. And so we want to get in agreement with you for your miracle. If you need to accept the Lord as your Savior, I'm just going to pray with you right now. Just to say, Lord, I invite you into my life. I give you my past, my present, my future. I ask you to forgive me of my sins and wash me in the blood. Give me a brand new life. I need a resurrection in my life. I ask that you make all things new in my life. You said, Lord, uh, that all things become new. We're new creatures. So, Father, I give it all to you. I believe that you're Savior, and I receive you, and I thank you for uh, saving me this day in Jesus' name. So whatever it is, I want you to call if you accepted the Lord or if you rededicated your life, call and let us know. We want to pray and come into agreement with you and send you out some scriptures that you can pray and stand on. Thank God 
thank God that he is the one that can resurrect dead things. Also, I invite you to go to our website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. Uh, we have lots of resources for you. I want you to stay tuned. In just a few moments, I'm going to have a powerful, true testimony of someone that God brought back from the dead. And I know it happened. I was there. And it is amazing. And you want to stay tuned. We're going to do that in just a few moments. But uh, also, when you go to our website, I want you to look at some DVD series that we have that I believe will help you. One of us on healing. We have, we're, uh, it, oh, I'm just told by our administrator it's not on there yet. Well, it's coming soon. <laughs> See, I don't know what's going on around here, details. They just kind of tell me where to be, and hopefully I'm there at the right time. Uh, but we're going to have a five DVD, DVD series on healing, and that's our number one prayer request. So look for that to come. And then we also have on the baptism and fire of the Holy Ghost. I mean, I'm telling you what, we have had more calls and more testimonies from that. If you need some power in your life, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead to quicken your mortal body, the Bible says you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Listen, you need to get that. If you've got something that seems dead, counted out, there's no way it can happen. You need to get that series because, because there's power in the Holy Spirit and there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood. There's power in prayer hallelujah so that if for a, a, an offering to help us uh keep preaching and teaching them uh, on tv and the radio and when we go live places uh, of 30 dollars or more that would be a tremendous help so anyway luada.org and so praise god you've been listening to the be free program and uh, I'm your host, Luado Roshke, and I'm so glad that he, you are here today. I'm praying that it's blessing you. Uh, I, you know, this is such an honor. It's such an honor to be on here and to, to speak the word and to minister to people. It brings me such great joy, and I love it when y'all let me know that you're listening. So on Facebook, say hey and let us know you're listening. And uh, if you would just uh, email us at befree at ktc.com, B-E-F-R-E-E at ktc.com. Let us know maybe some subjects or testimonies that you would like to hear, type of testimonies or subjects. Um, I try to every week pr pray and hear from the Lord what uh, we need to minister on that will help people. But just let us know you're out there. Let us know what God is doing. We are getting some good testimonies, but I'd love to hear from you and know how that we could help you and bless you. Also, my administrator was pointing to... <laughs> It's a good thing that she's here. Uh, we have a new option. It's called Text to Give. You can text the word GIVE to 830-477-0013. I have a few announcements for you before we go to our next segment, but I'm telling you, don't you go away. In fact, you need to tell other people uh, to tune in and because God is going to bless you and minister to you. We have coming up uh, our Area Aglow Spring Conference, April 28th to the 30th. It's called Call to the Kingdom. And we're going to have Kamal Salim, uh, who was a Muslim, a radical Muslim that God uh, saved and delivered and set free. He is very anointed and powerful. You will want to hear him, as well as uh, Carol Torrance, who is an awesome woman. She's our U.S. director for uh, Aglow. And then Pam McCormick, McCormick will be leading us in worship. That is uh, 20, April 28th through the 30th here in Kerrville, Texas. If you need more information about that, uh, you can call us at 863-830-315-6233. I never call that number. This is pitiful. <laughs> 
this is so sad. See how much help I need? <laughs> you never called yourself? I never called myself, no. <laughs> I never called my office. That's our office. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I know where I will be on. Let me find the date. May 20th. I'm going to be ministering at Family Worship Center for their uh, ladies' uh, uh, conference or ladies' retreat. And that will be at 10 a.m. And uh, you want to come. It's called Come to the Water. Uh, we, it will be going on Friday night as well. And Dee Gumbert will be ministering at 7 p.m. And I will be there at Saturday at 10 a.m. You want to be there at the Family Worship Center. And uh, that is uh, going to be, I think, a really powerful time of ministry as well. So, although I don't know what I'm talking about, numbers and all of that, I do know I'm supposed to be someplace to minister. Thank you, Don, because Don reminds me and gets me there. <laughs> thank God for, thank God for help. <laughs> uh, you know, you got to laugh at yourself. You do. You have to laugh yep. at yourself. <laughs> so, praise the Lord. Uh, also, you can you can go to our website and you can see the upcoming events because we want you there. And if you can't be there, do me a favor. Pray for me. Pray for us because we want uh, to make a difference in people's lives. That's why we do what we do. We want to see people set free and delivered and healed. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Music.